sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday, live right here on the morning after on SportsGrid. Sirius XM, channel 159. That is the home for SportsGrid Radio on Sirius XM. All across the SportsGrid network as well. That includes sportsgrid.com slash watch, where you can find your favorite destination to consume everything all across the grid. I am Ben Stevens. Thank you for joining us here on this Wednesday, a day where... Major League Baseball will be a focus to start because we're in the off day between when the Eastern Conference Finals of the NBA playoffs ended and the NBA Finals begin tomorrow in Denver, the Mile High City, on a Thursday night. We'll also continue to preview the Stanley Cup Final around the National Hockey League, another Grand Slam event in Paris at Roland Garros, the 2023 French Open. Plenty to get to still in these next two hours live right here on the morning after. We bring you up until 11 a.m. Eastern time. But let's focus on Major League Baseball. Today is the final day of May. Tomorrow is June, following Memorial Day weekend, pretty much the two-month point of the Major League Baseball season. This is when the focus turns to the diamond. And for teams all around the bigs, is it going to be a successful season when they push their chips all into the middle of the table? Or might they already be focusing on the future and looking at that trade deadline and evaluating their overall roster? It will be interesting to see what happens in Chicago with the Cubs and how they factor into the National League Central. But in Chicago, inside the friendly confines of Wrigley Field, a really good last two days for the Cubbies. After Marcus Stroman threw a one-hitter, a complete game, shutting out the baseball's best team in all of the bigs in the Tampa Bay Rays on Monday, they back it up with more stellar work on Tuesday. Tampa only able to record one run as Chicago wins 2-1 to over the Rays. And Tampa was booked as the money line favorite, nearly a minus 180 favorite even on the road in Chicago and that's been a story for baseball's best team this year the Rays have been sensational at home in Tampa Bay in the Trump 26 in six but after the defeat yesterday in the Windy City now just 13 and 12 on the bump Shane McClanahan got the nod for Tampa Bay yesterday and he was pretty good five and two-thirds only allowing six hits two earned runs striking out seven but as you can see from where his record stands, 8-1 and one now, a 207 ERA, his first loss of the season. He did go over his K-prop, and he remains the Cy Young favorite in the American League at a plus 360 price. Now over to the National League, where the reigning Cy Young winner and Sandy Alcantara has struggled this year in 2023 for the Miami Marlins. The Fish at home yesterday, hoping the San Diego Padres and hosting San Diego as the Padres hoping to stack up some wins here. A disappointing start for the first two months of their Major League Baseball campaign. It was tied at four all following seven innings. In fact, Miami had a lead after six, but San Diego rallies. And then they score five in the top half of the ninth 
to pull away for a 9-4 win. The Marlins booked as a minus 166 money line favorite at home with Alcantara on the bump. Miami was on the road in their weekend series in Anaheim against the Angels. They swept the Halos. They had won four of their last five entering yesterday's matchup against the Padres. Quickly, we welcome in our Sports Grid radio audience here. Our number one of the morning after. Live right here all across the grid. Sirius XM, Channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well. I am Ben Stevens. Yet entering yesterday, outside of the Atlanta Braves, Miami was the only other team in the National League East to be above 500. They're still above 500, but now just one game, 28 and 27. Sandy Alcantara's 2023, his encore year following a Cy Young in 2022, has been incredibly disappointing. Two and five this year, near a five ERA at four nine three. It pales in comparison in every statistical category to what he did last year in that year where he won the National League Cy Young Award. Yesterday, six and a third on the bump, allowed four earned against San Diego, walked five. Padres, not a good start for Sandy Alcantara. So the Padres getting back in the win column, trying to make some noise in the National League, looking up still in their division at the LA Dodgers, who have now won two straight games after losing three of four before this weekday set at home against the Washington Nationals. It makes sense the Dodgers winning yesterday, greater than a $3.30 favorite. In fact, minus 335 on that money line they beat the Nats in game number one of this series six to one they back it up yesterday with nine more runs at home a nine to three victory over the Nats and that's why the Dodgers are the World Series favorites at this moment plus 470 but you will see a small move from what we had yesterday an even tighter distinction between LA and Atlanta it's plus 470 for Los Angeles plus 480 for the Braves despite the fact Atlanta has dropped two straight against the league's worst team in the Oakland Athletics focusing on the American League West the Houston Astros playing really good baseball a 5-1 victory over the Minnesota Twins it was the Twins that won the opener of this series in Houston 7-5 but Houston bounces back yesterday the Strohs now have won 12 of their last 15 games is this the team we saw win a world series a season ago we'll break it down with our wednesday morning armchair quarterback but on the diamond donnie right side sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Live right here on a Wednesday on the morning after on Sports Grid. Sirius XM Channel 159 all around the Sports Grid Network. I am Ben Stevens. What a special Wednesday it is when we sit here during the opening hour and we are able to welcome on our good pal, Donnie Wrightside. DRS is here first to go around the bigs, a little Major League Baseball conversation with DRS, and then we'll continue to look forward to the 2023 NBA Finals that starts tomorrow night on a Thursday in Denver. Donnie, as always, we appreciate your time here on the morning after. A Wednesday. Look at that, man. Firing through the week already. It's almost Friday. It's time to be off for work and relax, right? Let's do it. 
DRS, DRS, we haven't talked baseball at all this year yeah. together. It feels like we are about to enter the summer months because here we are having some diamond discussions. DRS, in our opening segment, we looked back on the day that was yesterday, a Tuesday night in Major League Baseball, where the reigning World Series champion, Houston Astros, have started to find and play their best baseball. A 5-1 victory at home yesterday against the Minnesota Twins, bouncing back from a defeat in the opening game of this weekday set against Minnesota. When you look at Houston right now, DRS, they are a team trending on a very positive trajectory. They are 10 games above 500, 32 and 22 straight up. Houston has won 12 of their last 15 games. Is this version of the Astros, DRS, the same team that won a World Series just a season ago? No, it's not. But actually, they're not even playing that great of baseball here and still one mm. of the favorites here to cut down. I just cut down the nets, right? To win the World <laughs> Series here. When you take a look, even the AL West, the Houston Astros at that minus 145 price, they haven't even hit their stride yet. I know they're playing baseball now, but when you look at their day-to-day -day lineup, it doesn't shine like it's done in the past. There's a lot of talent on that team that's not living up to expectations, Ben, and they're still winning baseball games. That's the dangerous part. They're the fifth best team right now in the American League, DRS. Even with a 5-9-3 win percentage, they're still three games back of the Texas Rangers in their own division and yet remain, do the Astros, a minus 145 favorite to win that American League West division. When we look at the World Series odds, DRS, it's very interesting. You get a feel for how this Major League Baseball season is playing out Currently, there's two teams at the top tier in the National League, the Dodgers and the Braves. Only 10 cents divide these two teams right now for the World Series favorite. LA plus 470, 10 cents in front of Atlanta at plus 480. And then the next four teams, DRS, the next four best prices to win that World Series championship here in the 2023 season, all hail from the American League. So, DRS, if you were looking at those odds right now, which league would you favor to make a World Series bet on? It's probably hard to try to quantify at this point. Now, we know the Braves' pedigree. They're going to be there at the end of the season. The Dodgers, the one thing that you do know is that lineup is getting red hot right now. You want to see it continue that way for the rest of the summer. But also, they've been bit a little bit by the injury bug. But the deep pockets and the many prospects that the Dodgers have, you can flip those pieces yeah. at the deadline, pick up an extra pitcher, pick up an extra batter, and certainly fortify that bullpen. That's the team that I worry about the most here. But if you take a look at the Rays at a 6-1 to price, why not? They just seem to be there each and every year. But but something always seems to be a little bit off for the Rays with winning a World Series. The Houston Astros mm. we anticipate. I'm actually going to say I agree with the top of the charts here between the Dodgers and the Braves, but also don't count these two teams out in the National League, and that's the New York Mets and the Philadelphia Phillies. There's way too much talent on both of those ball clubs to be performing the way they are, and as we saw last yeah. year, Ben, with the Philadelphia Phillies, they didn't play great baseball through the summer. They got hot at the end of the season and rode that right into the World Series. Maybe the Mets and the Phillies can do the same thing this year again. DRS, it's all about getting into the dance. And once you're there in October playing your best baseball, the Dodgers could win 115 games this year. If they lose two or three in their opening series come October in the playoffs, it doesn't really matter. So we saw that last year with Philadelphia, as DRS mentioned, getting hot at the right time, making their way to a National League 
pennant. DRS right now, we mentioned the Astros have the fifth best record in the American League, 32 and 22 straight up. Only the Dodgers have a better record than those five teams in the AL. Five of the six best records all from the American League. The Braves behind all five of those teams from the AL, including the Tampa Bay Rays, who, of course, DRS got off to a historic start this year, a perfect 13-0 start, and really have not cooled down except on the road. Now just 13-12 and 12 after their second straight defeat inside Wrigley Field yesterday against the Chicago Cubs. DRS were past the two-month point of this Major League Baseball season. Now that things have kind of settled in to the 162-game sample size that we will see throughout a regular season, how do you assess Tampa Bay? I like the Tampa Bay Rays, and you know they're always able to bring up guys out of their minor league system that can contribute right away, particularly on the pitching staff. They're the one team that if you see a top-flight starter go down, you almost don't worry about it because they've lost Cy Young award-winning pitchers to other ball clubs here in the past by trade or just losing them to free agency. I'm not all that worried. The one interesting thing is here, you have one of the hottest teams in Major League Baseball, Ben, particularly at the plate. You go to Wrigley Field, and you struggle on back-to-back -back days. Now, Steele's a pretty good young pitcher that's going to be on the mountain today to face the Rays, but you do have a lineup that has excelled against left-handed pitching and Steele, who's got blown up in mm. two of his past three starts. I do expect the Rays to bounce back today, but I'm not worried. There's ebbs and flows to a Major League Baseball season. You can't stay hot the whole year. Otherwise, everybody would get hot and win 120 games. That's not going to be the way it's going to be, but I do trust the Rays here. I like this ball club. One hit two days ago against Marcus Stroman, who had a complete game effort. Only one run mustered yesterday in Chicago. They're looking for that offensive bounce back, something the Dodgers have not had trouble with DRS in this series against the Nationals. Six to one, the win in the opener for LA. Yesterday booked as a minus 335 money line favorite at home at the Ravine inside Dodger Stadium. Nine runs for the Dodgers. DRS is L.A. starting to live up to that billing of being a greater than $3 favorite on the money line. It seems like it. What's like the past two years is every single day. Like, oh my gosh, the Dodgers only a minus 150 favorite. That's crazy. You got to yeah. actually take and bet them. And they were very rarely a dog at all. They have a tough game coming up today. And you say, why is it a tough game against the Nationals? Corbin has actually turned into the Patrick Corbin that we all thought when he initially came to the Nationals as a starter that he would be. He's been great over the past 30 days, but that yeah. Dodgers lineup is red hot. And if you're looking at an estimated lineup today, Ben, the first seven batters, all elevated ISO power numbers against left-handed pitching over the past 30 days the Dodgers are one of those teams that you say hey it might be a good spot to fade them today and you think twice go do I really want to step in front of the Dodgers at this point right now that's the tough point in handicapping and gambling a rare day game at the Ravine LA with Noah Syndergaard on the bump 1 11 p.m Pacific time local first pitch the Dodgers booked as a minus 235 money line favorite so DRS a 10 cent distinction between the Dodgers and the Braves in the World Series odds they are very close together of course in the NL pennant race as well DRS right now who would you set as the favorite to win the National League a National League, it's going to have to be the Dodgers. And I know it sounds, oh, well, yeah, they're a favorite to win the World Series. Of course they are. I just figure with the deep pockets that they have and the talent around them, the Dodgers aren't going to sit pat at the deadline. The one thing that does help them out now is the San Diego Padres and the talent that they mm. have and the ability for the Padres to spend. What does that do? It forces the Dodgers to be on top of their game and spend on top of it to keep them at bay. That's what I like. Because also remember, they're a rival here. Last year, the Padres went to the National League Championship Series here, not the Dodgers. The Dodgers want to return that favor and do that this year, and I think they will.
The Dodgers have beaten the Padres numerous times over the span of the last two or three regular seasons since this Southern California rivalry was really built up. But San Diego got the last laugh last year when we got to postseason baseball. The Padres yesterday, a much-needed win, a, a five-run ninth inning, excuse me, to come back and beat the Marlins in Florida, 9-4. The Padres, though, DRS, still four games below 500. You saw the National League pennant odds. It's interesting to see the Braves in front of the Dodgers in the NL by 10 cents, behind LA by 10 cents in the World Series odds, but still that distinction of where San Diego is in the National League, a drop-off to a 10-to-1 price for the Padres. Now we focus on the association. Up next, live right here on the morning after. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Day off. Before the beginning of the 2023 NBA Finals, the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat get ready for game number one tomorrow night in the Mile High City. We will preview the NBA Championship Series, all that is at stake in some news and notes around the rest of the association for the 28 other teams already focusing on the offseason. As Donnie Wright's side is back here on this Wednesday on the morning after on SportsGrid. Of course, DRS, the host of the early line each and every weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern time here on the Spiz Grizz and the money line 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern time on sports grid radio donnie some big news yesterday in the nba it was news we expected at some point this offseason and we've known about for a few weeks but still felt rather surprising to get as espn's adrian wojanowski reported yesterday bob myers who is golden state's general manager a two-time executive of the year and really the man credited being the architect of their four NBA titles is stepping down as the franchise president and general manager. He told ESPN on Tuesday, quote, it's just time, Myers said. So, DRS, we expected this to be the case, but still it feels like a changing of the guard, an end of an era perhaps for the Golden State Warriors. Although Bob Myers might not be there, DRS, in the front office, do you still anticipate the Golden State dynasty will continue? I don't think it will at this point because there's a lot of changes upcoming. And also, I mean, credit Bob Myers for putting this whole thing together, but also seeing it through. Like if you're molding clay, right, Ben? You say, okay, I'm going to start here. And when I finish, it's like, okay, well, do something new. Well, hold on. I only have the one vision here for the Golden State Warriors. This is a smart move and also a business move here. Nobody around the NBA is going to say like, okay, he stepped down. We don't want to get this guy as a guy that's going to be a steward to our ship and our franchise. This is a genius move. He can go anywhere he wants right now and the first guy to notice when things are going off the rails are probably the architect that officially built it here is Draymond Green coming back are you paying everybody supermax contracts there because the one mm. thing he always had going through with Golden State was Jacob Lacob the owner always had the pocketbook ready for you to spend here but it's a good move for him for stepping down he'll find a fresh opportunity elsewhere to try to recreate that success that he had at Golden State Ben.
Bob Myers had some incredibly strong relationships with everybody a part of this yeah. dynasty. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green especially, who is a free agent this summer. Steve Kerr has only one year remaining on his coaching contract in Golden State. Some questions to be answered for this Warriors organization and if this dynasty will continue. But DRS, let's not mince words. This was a true NBA dynasty. Five consecutive NBA Finals appearances from 2015 to 2019, including three NBA championship victories. Four in total, four NBA titles in the last eight seasons. They have appeared in the NBA Finals in six of those eight NBA campaigns. And Bob Myers rightfully getting his credit, a two-time NBA executive of the year by the way the new york knicks let go of their general manager late last night might bob myers have some interviews already lined up so golden state drs the reigning nba champions will see their title defense come to a close in just a few weeks as either the denver nuggets are going to win an nba championship for the first time in their 47 year franchise history or miami will be back on top of the sport in the association drs as we look at the playoff bracket how we have arrived at this point denver the top seed in the west really was all year long it shouldn't be a surprise to see this year's rendition of the nuggets here in an nba finals but it's their first finals appearance in that 47 year franchise history miami back in the nba championship series for the second time in the last four years but drs miami's an eight seed they're just the second ever eight seed to reach the NBA Finals, joining the 1998-99 New York Knicks. So, DRS, let's start with the Heat, first and foremost, as we saw that playoff bracket and what Miami has had to do as the eight seed to get to this point. Now that they are here in an NBA Finals, do you still view Miami as an eight seed? Absolutely not. And you should just throw it out. How many times are you talking like college football? He's only a freshman. We've played 11 games and now playing in a national championship yeah. game. He's past being a freshman at this point. Same way I talk about the Miami Heat and also the Miami Heat mindset here. The thing I loved about that series against the Boston Celtics was how the Heat responded after each and every loss at the postgame press conference saying, we're not panicked here. We're a good basketball team. We're going to figure this out. And when they won and the final horn sounded in the garden, Ben, there was no celebrations. There's no tackling guys at midcourt and saying like, oh, my God, anything's possible. Oh, we just won. None of that. All business as usual here. And they expect to win this series, even though they're market underdogs here, Ben. Maybe we didn't expect Miami to be yeah. at this point, but the Heat have always had that belief in themselves. And we've marveled at what Caleb Martin has done. But the other guys like Max Struess and Duncan Robinson and Gabe Vincent have been a part of these journeys that have seen Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals, three of the last four NBA seasons, now into the NBA Finals for the second time in that span. DRS on the other side, quickly here, a part of the playoff bracket. Denver, the top seed in the West. They knock out the T-Wolves, the eighth seed in the Western Conference in five games. They handle the Suns, the four seed in six games without Chris Paul, really for a good majority of that series. Then they get the Lakers, who weren't playing as a seven seed, but still a seven seed. They sweep Los Angeles. Now an eight seed coming out on the other side of the bracket. DRS, how do you evaluate the path in the playoffs for Denver. 
pretty wild for Denver here because, you know, me, much like everybody else, when the playoffs began here and say, okay, pick your sides here. Who do you like in the East? Who do you like in the West? Who do you think has value? The Denver Nuggets had so much value. I just didn't know it yet at the beginning of the playoffs here. Oh, 7-1, 8-1, 9-1 to win an NBA championship as a number one seed. We were basically crossing them off going, Psh! They're not getting passed for the Knicks in round two. And if they do, maybe the Golden State Warriors or Lakers end up knocking them off. But this is a number one seed that has actually played like a true number one seed all the way through the playoffs, yeah. playing their best basketball at the best times here. No surprise for me, but then again, I wish I would have known they would have been this good in the playoffs. I would have bet them, but I didn't. The Nuggets as the top seed, DRS, still have the third best price to win the Western Conference, even as the playoffs began and knowing all the mayhem that would happen on the other side. Denver was behind both Phoenix and Golden State on April 15th, the start of the NBA playoffs. So here we are, DRS, the NBA Finals. We have already seen market movement substantially in Denver's favor. Last night, getting up to a 5-1 to one number. Now it is cooled just a tad. Denver, though, still a minus 480 favorite live the day prior to the NBA Finals tipping off Miami an underdog it's a plus 340 price for the heat they have been an underdog now in all four of their playoff series but DRS with how strong these odds are the Nuggets nearly a five dollar favorite do the odds truly represent what you believe we will see in the 2023 NBA Finals I don't think so. And again, the numbers don't just show up and for any reason where you flip a coin and say, oh, flip the coin. It came up 480. That's what the price point's going to be. I thought this would be around that 220, 240, 260 range as a favorite for the Nuggets as a fair price. But having said that, I'm not interested in taking the Nuggets at a 480 price, but not necessarily either, Ben. Interested in the Miami Heat at a 340. But the one thing we do know is I thought that the Bucks were a better basketball team than the Miami Heat. Didn't turn out that way. Same thing. I thought the Celtics were a better basketball team than the Miami Heat. Didn't turn out that way. And the one thing that we do know, playing game ones here since the seeding began, every single game one has gone to the Miami Heat's favor, including big yep. margins going against them here. I'm not counting out the Miami Heat. What I'm trying to say here, spilling it out, is I'm looking for a way to edge in on the Heat. I don't want to take the Nuggets because I'm done backing teams going up against the Miami Heat and getting blasted for doing that. Yeah, absolutely so, DRS. Maybe the series spread, if you think Miami keeps this series competitive, the they're the underdog the getting a game and a half. It's plus 148 for Miami to pay that price. All right, DRS, here's the tail of the tape between these two teams. Denver holds home floor advantage. They're a nine-point favorite for game number one tomorrow night. Denver has been the best home team in the association all year long. They have won 42 of 49 total games in the Mile High City. DRS, as you stack up these two teams, what do you believe is the key matchup for the 2023 NBA Finals? It's slowing down Nikola Jokic, and nobody actually does that. So when you say, oh, we just got to stop Jokic, yeah, good luck with that. Nobody stops him each and every game. That's why he's a two-time MVP, almost a third here. But having said that, let Jokic get his. 26 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, but make sure Jamal Murray isn't knocking down key shot after key shot. Force some of those third options to try to beat you, and Eric Spolstra, one of the best coaches in the NBA, he's going to have the game plan ready to go. And also, bam, out of Bayou. Anytime you want to step up and be a professional athlete at the top of his game, now might be the time to do that, Bam. Defensively for Bam, he has a very big challenge against Nikola Jokic, who is virtually averaging a 30-point 
triple-double in these NBA playoffs. It's why DRS, with the Nuggets nearly a $5 favorite, Nikola Jokic is a minus 340, heavy odds-on favorite to win the NBA Finals MVP. Then there's Jimmy Butler, plus 430, then a large drop-off to Jamal Murray at 12-1. to DRS only 40 seconds left in this segment. Will anybody other than the top two of Jokic or Butler win the NBA Finals MVP? Probably not, and I'll keep it short. But yesterday, you had the same price on Jimmy Butler as the Miami Heat to win the finals. At least it's good to see that marketplace correct itself up to a 430 because Jokic, if the Denver Nuggets win, we know it's going to be Jokic. I would bet Jokic at the minus 340 price more than the minus 480 price here on the Denver Nuggets. It is individually correlated to team success. If the Nuggets win, it's probably Nikola Jokic. If the Heat win, it's probably Jimmy Butler. Game number one tomorrow night. Nine points in favor of the Nuggets as the 2023 NBA Finals begins in Denver. DRS, we appreciate your time. More of a Finals preview up next on the morning app. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back to a Wednesday live right here on the morning after on SportsGrid. It is the day before the 2023 NBA Finals. Game number one tips off tomorrow night in the Mile High City between the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. We set the stage for it all live right here on this Wednesday on TMA. I am Ben Stevens. Very pleased to welcome back onto the show. It is Dexter Henry live right here on this Wednesday on the morning after a sports anchor for both the New York Post and SNY joining us here to go all around the association. Dexter, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on this Wednesday on the morning after. Ben, always good to join, talk to you, talk some hoops, talk some betting. Always fun for me. Good to see you, man. Good to see you as well. So, Dexter, before we get ready for the opening game of the NBA Finals, let's look back one final time on Monday night in game number seven of a wild Eastern Conference Finals between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. We all entered Monday knowing there was a chance for history. The C's looking to become the first ever team to come out of an 0-3 hole and win an NBA playoff series. They almost got there until Miami absolutely dominated the Celtics in game number seven, winning by 19 points in Boston inside TD Garden. So, Dexter, when you look at the ebbs and flows of a historic Eastern Conference Finals between Miami and Boston, how will you remember this series overall? Listen, I, I remember this series for the Celtics pretty much just not being able to get it done when it really matters. And I think that's the thing that we've seen from the Celtics team for a couple of years. I think there's two ways of looking at it. One is that the other thing is the resiliency of Miami and remembering that they've been counted out in every series. And I'm sure we'll get to this a little bit later throughout these playoffs, but still showing the fight after being up 3-0, blowing the 3-0 lead, if you want to say that, and then closing it out on the road. So I think it's, it's two ways I look at it. One is that, Boston just not able to get it done. Inept, their star's not able to come up big. Miami, their star in Jimmy Butler coming up big once again when it matters. And I think that's really the difference between those two teams and the two franchises right now is that the star players for the Celtics haven't gotten it done when it counts. But 
Jimmy Butler has been able to do so. The Celtics did make history, only the fourth team in the 151 all-time NBA playoff series that saw a 3-0 series lead to force a seventh game, but booked as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in that game seven on your own home floor to come up yep. short in such a disappointing facet. A lot of questions will have to be answered this summer for the Boston Celtics and what the future of that franchise holds. But Dexter, Miami, maybe unexpectedly to some of us, is back in the NBA Finals for the second time in the last four years. The people that are not surprised, those in the Heat organization reaching the Eastern Conference Finals for the third time in the past four NBA seasons, despite the odds, Dexter, at the start of the playoffs, being the third longest in the entire conference 65 to 1 now the second ever eight seed in NBA playoff history to reach an NBA finals when you look at this heat organization the consistency with Eric Spolstra as the head coach a new iteration of this roster but even the undrafted guys that we focused on have experience at this level and Pat Riley leading Miami to another NBA finals appearance his 19th all time between being a player head coach and front office exec. Where do you stack up, Dexter, the Miami Heat as an organization within the association? Look, they're one of the best. And we hear a lot of talk about heat culture and hashtag heat culture. And look, it's yeah. real. And I think one of the things you have to look at, all the stuff you just mentioned, Ben, the undrafted players, finding talent, that stuff matters too. I think one of the things we sometimes look over with the Miami Heat is following the LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh years. After that, that team missed the playoffs three out of five years, and they only won one series during that time. And the biggest thing, I think, in the culture is how they've stuck with what they believe in, believing in their head coach and Eric Spolstra, not getting away from it. A lot of times we see teams where it doesn't go right. We look at the firings of Doc Rivers in Philly, uh, Monty Williams yep. in Phoenix, gone. The Heat have stuck with Eric Spolstra, I've always known he's a good coach. I think he's starting to really get his due now. But this guy has been a great coach. I think it's a lot of the belief in the organization, how they stick to their plan, their culture, what they believe in. What good is your culture if you don't stick with it and believe in it? And the Heat have shown that throughout decade, over a decade, well over a decade and a half yeah. now. And so this is tried and proven, and they're a tremendous organization. They're one of the best in the league, no doubt about that. Dexter, one thing that will always baffle me when it comes to Eric Spolstra and his legacy. Two years ago, for the 75th year of the NBA overall, Eric Spolstra was voted by his peers as one of the 15 best coaches ever in NBA history. He has led the Miami Heat to six NBA finals in the last 13 seasons, and yet he has never won an NBA Coach of the Year award. A lot of that is judged for regular season performance. But in the postseason is where Spo really shows all of his pedigree. He leads the Heat to the NBA Finals for the second time in the last four years. Well, they will face the Denver Nuggets. Denver into the NBA Finals for the first time in their 47-year franchise history. And when we look at the odds, Dexter, Denver nearly a $5 favorite to win their first ever Larry O'Brien trophy outright it's a minus 480 price. But Dexter, knowing what we have seen throughout these playoffs, do you think the 2023 NBA Finals will be more competitive than those series odds indicate? I do, actually. And, and I think a lot of people are thinking, hey, this could be a sweep. Uh, this could be a gentleman's sweep with the Nuggets winning in five. Look, 
I'm done counting out Miami. I look, you looked at the odds for every series they came into against Milwaukee. Milwaukee was overwhelming favorites. Uh, even against the Knicks, it was a little bit close. It was a little bit closer. Celtics were favored as well too. Miami has proven that they can defy the odds time and time again. Do I think Denver has the better roster? Yes, I do. Do I think Denver will win? Yes, I do. But I'm done doubting Miami in terms of thinking that this yeah. will be an easy series. I do not think it will be an easy series. In fact, I think Miami at least wins two games here. I think they're able to do that. I like their odds to do this. I like putting some good money on the series to go at least six games. I think that's a really good play here. So, look, let's stop doubting Miami. They've, they've shown us enough at this point for us to stop doubting them. This is a really well-coached team. They'll have a good scheme, I think, for the Nuggets. Again, I think the Nuggets have more talent here, but I'm done doubting Miami. And I don't I don't think the odds probably should be as great as we see in terms of favoring Denver right now. To get to six games, it's a plus 250 price, or maybe Miami to cover on the series spread. Getting the game and a half in that component, it's plus 148. We know the Heat are not going to make this incredibly easy for the Denver Nuggets. As we get ready for game number one tomorrow night, though, Dexter, Denver is at home. They have home floor advantage in this NBA Finals. They have been the best home team in the NBA all year long. They have won 42 of 49 games. They're a perfect 8-0 at home throughout this playoff run. Just how important is home floor advantage going to be here in the NBA Finals against Miami? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. And you got to think that if you were Denver, you love the fact that the Heat won this series, and you were able to get home court advantage here in the finals. I think it's absolutely huge. Playing in the altitude, as we know, was always tough in the Mile High City. Another thing that we're going to talk about, not just the home court advantage, the fact that Denver has been resting for so long and waiting for the winners of the Eastern Conference Finals to join them in the NBA Finals. So I think that's huge here, but I'm sure we'll get to this too, Ben. I also like this game one spot for Miami. You know, if you were mm -hmm. thinking about Miami and the points, I think here's a good play. I'm not a huge believer in momentum, but I am a believer in rhythm. And I do think Miami has been having the rhythm playing seven games. They will not have that much of a break between now and they play game one uh, coming from Monday. So I think they could be in yeah. better rhythm. And I wonder if taking Miami and the points might be the play here for some of our betters out there. Miami is very comfortable as a road underdog. They have won outright as a road underdog in each of their first three game number ones in yep. their three playoff series. And as a dog 14 times in this playoff stretch, 11-3 and three against the spread. Denver a perfect 8-0 at home, but 5-3 and three against the number. They did not cover against the Lakers in either of the two games in the Western Conference Finals by the hook at home let's talk about that quickly Dexter before we get your series prediction Denver last played about nine days ago Miami went to game seven against Boston the finale on Monday night it's the age-old rest versus rust debate which side do you favor for the opening game of the 2023 NBA finals I'm favor a little bit more about rust here, Ben, because I wonder there's only so sharp you can stay when you're practicing, right? It's hard to simulate an actual NBA game when you've been away that long. That doesn't mean I don't think Denver can play a good game here. I just am not sure I would trust them to cover that nine-point spread with the rust that I think is going to exist. Now, I do think that it helps that they're at home. 
I do think Denver is still likely to win this, but this is why I like Miami in the points for game one here, because I do think rust is going to be a bit of a factor and they haven't faced real competition in nine days. And I think that does matter to some degree here. It wouldn't shock me if you saw Denver get off to a pretty slow start and not as sharp offensively in the first half and maybe sort of finding their legs in the second half and looks looking a lot better offensively. So I do think it'll take them a little bit of time to get adjusted to playing once again. All right, so now we dive into it. When we look at the odds, Dexter, like you mentioned, Denver nearly a $5 favorite outright to win this series. The most likely outcome as the odds makers see it, that gentleman's sweep for the Nuggets. In five games, it's plus 200. All four of the outcomes for Denver winning the NBA championship are nearly half of the price of even the most likely outcome for Miami in six games at 9-1. to one. So, Dexter Henry, we ask you now what is your official 2023 nba final series prediction who wins and in how many games i'm going with the nuggets in six i'm really going to show some respect to miami here i think they have the ability to win two games in the series look Denver, they've got the best net rating throughout the playoffs. This is according to Cleaning the Glass, plus 9.2 in net rating. You know who's second? Miami. Now, there is a gap between there. They're plus 3.4. Miami's there. But Miami has been really efficient. Ben, you talked about them being able to win on the road as a road dog. They've been very good at that, it's particularly in the game ones. Won a game one in yeah. each series that they've played thus far in the playoffs. I think they're in a good spot to try to steal one again here on Thursday night. But I'm going to go with the Nuggets here to win in six. I'm going to give Miami two games. I love that bet for the series to go six games. You can find good odds on that around plus 225 if you shop that around. So I think that's a pretty good play there as well, too. Overall, I think Denver just is too much. They have the best player on the floor. I think Jokic will play like that. The supporting cast is good. And Mike Malone has had this team focused all playoffs long. They've looked like a championship team. And I think that'll matter here for the Denver Nuggets. So give me the Denver Nuggets in six games over the Miami Heat. Dexter, quickly here, only about 40 seconds left. You mentioned Nikola Jokic, the two-time NBA MVP, the Western Conference Finals MVP, who was averaging a 30-point triple-double here in this playoff run. Do you expect the NBA Finals to be a crowning moment for Nikola Jokic as the NBA's best player? I do. I really do. And he's the best player in the league. I know for some people, he's not the sexiest player. He's not the flashiest player. But right now, the way this guy's playing, how efficient he is, how he can hurt you passing the ball, how he can hurt you scoring the ball, just too good. And, you know, the odds for him are so great to win the MVP. And I think in terms of the finals, and I think he does that here, Ben. I think this is a crowning if moment. You, Dexter, if you don't think hitting a one-foot, 35-foot foot jumper where you throw the ball over your head is sexy then we have different definitions of sexy. Dexter Henry, thank you, you so man. much for your time. More of the morning after up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Now to this opening hour of a Wednesday live right here on the morning after on Sports Grid, Sirius XM channel 159. That is the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM all around the Sports Grid network, and that includes the new Sports Grid app, the ultimate sports betting companion app now available for download at the Apple App Store. Simply scan the QR code on your screen in a matter of moments. That new Sports Grid app in the palm of your hands. All of our information, insight, data sets to make you a better sports better right there for you instantly. Follow your favorite hosts, your favorite shows, all the content you need all around the grid. All right, as we end out this opening hour, we are now just 99 days away from the start of the 2023 NFL season. I know, still 99 days, but at least the countdown is in to the double digits. Thursday, September 7th, an opening night of the campaign between the Chiefs and the Lions in Arrowhead. But we are so, so close to football as we get ready for this summer. So why not ask you a football question here to round out this opening hour? We did that in Fade the Public. At Sports Grid TV on Twitter, of course, one of the big storylines, maybe the main storyline entering 2023, is going to be Aaron Rodgers' new home as the quarterback of the New York Jets. And not only how Gang Green does, but the team he left behind in Green Bay, where he played 18 years, all 18 of his NFL seasons in his career with the Packers. We know the Jets are favored to make the postseason. They have not reached the NFL playoffs since 2010, but in an NFC that's not nearly as competitive, what about the Packers? Will both the Jets and the Packers make the playoffs this year? That was the question. Both, only the Jets, only the Packers, neither the answers. And most of the public, 45% of the public, saying neither the second most selected price, that would be only the Jets. Our number two of the morning after is up next, live right here on SportsGrid.